paid. He sold some. Like, I gotta give the guy credit. He had the balls to try that, and people bought it. Come on. Like, I don't have much to say about this story. It's like a little, literally a minute and a half or two minutes, but like, come on. The guy sold untested COVID-19 vaccine, and authorities in August seized his vaccine after he traveled to Idaho to inject an undercover agent with the substance. Who's this guy? Like, yeah, man, this guy totally got a vaccine. And then what? Oh, I'm vaccinated. You don't even get a vaccination card from some doctor. Like, I don't know, man. People prove me wrong. Correct. How stupid they are all the time. I hope you enjoy our interview with Damon Drew. All right, we got um, Pedro or Dro, depending on what you want to call him, and Brooks on from the HMO Dro podcast. Um, I'll let the fellows yeah, introduce just themselves. HMO podcast. Just, just HMO, HMO podcast. Just HMO podcast. Just right. HMO podcast. Perfect. So that stands for Hear Me Out. And uh, I'm going to let the fellows introduce themselves. Uh, Dro, you want to go first? Yes, sir, man. My name is Pedro. Go by Dro, Pedro, whichever one. Usually, like uh, people closer to me call it Dro, so you can call me Dro, George, no problem, man. Um, All right, perfect. Podcaster. Uh, I guess you could say videographer from time to time with the drone stuff. Definitely uh, drone videographer, drone uh, photography. Um, yeah, man. Just been juggling the podcast and drone stuff. And how about yourself, Brooks? What's going on, guys? Brooks. Uh, professional podcast, your professional sports journalist over here. Got my partner over here, Pedro. Uh, we've been doing this since uh, 2017, summer 2017. So glad glad to be here. Thank you for having us, George. Of course, guys. I've been on you guys' pod, uh, I think, twice now, and it's always a good yep. time. So as I've launched the interview po- portion of our business back up and running, uh, there's no better two people I'd rather have on this pod. So I'm really glad to have you guys on. Appreciate that, man. Thank uh, you. Yeah, of course. So I'll let you guys get started. I'll let you guys kind of just take the floor from here. With, with this podcast, everyone's listening kind of knows. I kind of let the, the interview just take place. Let you guys kind of tell your story. How did you get started? What's your background? Then I got some fun questions for you afterwards. But I'll let you guys – like how did you guys actually start doing this? Yeah, bro. So the this is one of my favorite stories to tell, man. We, we have a lot of interviews where we talk about the HMO origins, man. So yeah. Brooks actually heard my podcast that I used to do when I was solo doing at Montgomery College, and I was and he was doing uh, sports uh, blogging and whatnot. So we had a conversation at Fridays, and he approached me about an idea of doing a sports podcast group. Thought it was yeah. super dope, and we had you know we started with four members, and then we just been kind of rotating here and there. Everybody that's been in the Hear Me Out family has been you know super dope, uh, contributed a lot. And yeah. that's what we've just been growing over the years, man. We started with uh, sports podcasting, transitioning to doing interviews with local talents such as, or business owners and stuff like that. And, yeah, just been – this year has been crazy because we did a lot of in-person interviews, right? But now we switched over to the Skypes, to the live streams, to the yeah. Zoom, you know, how 2020 is, man. So that's where we are now. Uh, Hear Me Out Podcast is in a great place. Uh, you know, Brooks and I have been, been at it for like three plus years, man. Yeah, and where, where, where can uh, where can everyone find the podcast? Just, you know, plug that in here real quick so people can find that. Yes, sir. HMO podcast on YouTube. Just HMO exclamation podcast. Uh, Hear me out podcast on Apple podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, we have uh, um, what's it called? The audio Mac. We have audio yeah. Mac as well. Uh, you have a Discord, too. And the Discord, the HMO Discord. Discord has been going crazy. Man, I still, I man, I still don't get Discord. I still don't know how to do Discord. Like I, I've been on a couple of Discord. I just don't get that. Like I, I feel like an old guy. Sometimes I'm only 33, and I'm just like, people are like, oh, I'm on, I'm on Discord. I'm like, what the hell is Discord? And you look it up, I'm like this is confusing. And you got that new one. What's that new one? Chat room or uh, Clubhouse? Have you guys tried Clubhouse yet? Yeah, I have tried Clubhouse actually. It's like audio networking basically yeah it's almost like audio twitter but you have to take wait your turn to talk it's yeah it's, weird. it's actually I mean, so hard I, I love it though i mean I've, I've been able to use it to get some networking stuff going on but like you said man it's a lot of people just they it's, it's not even done for like business stuff it's basically done for like 
really weird topics or sports, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. But it's a great app, man. No, it definitely is, man. I think it's the future. Like that voice stuff gives a little more personality than just on Twitter where people are doing 140 characters, you know, or now yep. 240, I think. But uh, so you guys, I, I, this is the first time I knew this. You guys did not know each other before do, doing the podcast together? See, that I, I probably could have gone a little bit deeper there. Brooks and I, we've met in high school. So we've known okay. each other and we graduated 2014. So we've known yeah. each other for some time. But we would yeah. see each other's stuff, right? Like uh, – after we graduated, you know, I'm doing my thing with the podcast, Montgomery College, and he's doing his stuff. Uh, Montgomery College is the local college. I'm speaking right, cool. to so like it's a local community college, college that uh, yeah, yeah no, I, I figured it. it's like me, man. We go, oh, yeah, just over at Bellevue Community, so like we all got it. <laughs> now it's Bellevue College, but we don't say community college anymore, <laughs> right? Right, right. So, yeah, man, Brooks and I, we, we've known each other for some time, man, and uh, yeah, since uh, 2013, he so mm-hmm. Pedro transferred in from uh, another high school. His sophomore year, yep. I, I transferred in the year after. So our junior year, we had a math class together. We had a really funny teacher there, super <laughs> thick accent. He was hilarious. Mr. And, uh, that was Mr. 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 Ortiz, I think. Mr. Ortiz, there it Mr. is. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was like our like our main interactions being in that class together. You know, of course, we would see each other in the hallways. Um, it was always like love from from there, but then. Yeah. Of course, but you guys weren't. But you guys weren't boys yet. No, we weren't boys yet. We're not. We're not boys like <laughs> we are now. You know what I mean? Just That's passing by in high school for the most part. Yeah, basically. And uh, like you said, 2017 uh, came together for the podcast idea. I actually, like you said, I actually came up with the idea for it after uh, just getting some inspiration just from um, some personal events going on. And uh, ever since then, man, first first meeting, it was it was weird because again we didn't have a relationship, so we were kind of just like getting to know each other. Since then, right chemistry has really built up gone through a lot of people coming through um you know different partners different people being able to improve the podcast this summer alone dude we we uh got over 800 subscribers yeah I, I, I remember that because yeah i think it was brooks you tweeted about it or drew you one of you tweeted about it and i, I showed love on that yeah, it was great, man. I mean, it was a video, yeah, it was a yeah. pop culture video about Young Jeezy and, and Gucci yep. Mane's. Uh, yeah, they, they were doing a battle. battle, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. So, who would have thought that a sport or a music video would have gotten us over the top? But hey, I'm grateful. Hey, man. Uh, Any way you can get over the top. Exactly. It was crazy, man. It, it's it, I've I've come to learn that you know there's there's certain things like that 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 just YouTube algorithm be going crazy. So that was a, yeah. a good moment for Hear Me Out podcast. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, some people like, especially in the beginning stages of podcasting, even now, man, every new subscriber is like a treat, right? I mean, that's just another ear. And that ear usually tells other people if they like you. Like, that's why I think like I always start this podcast with like, if you like this podcast, please share it with someone and tell them about it. Because that's how you grow in podcasting. When someone actually clicks that subscribe button, that means they like you. That means they want to hear you. That means they actually – like it's a commitment, right? Like I mean how many podcasts do you guys subscribe to? Like five or six maybe maximum? At least. Yeah. I would say, I would say closer to 10 but not much okay. more than that. It can't be more than that. Yeah. So like it's it's an exclusive club, man. I mean you got to start – it's like it's a basketball team. That's all you got. There's Correct. not that much room for that many podcasts. I mean you only have certain hours of a day. So to get the attention of the people and to keep their right. attention is so hard, especially – man, people are putting out content day in, day out, day in, day out. And we've talked about this on your pod. You got you to gotta be grinding to make it in this business. Here's right. the thing, bro, about the algorithm, bro. Like they, they'll – there will be moments where you have these big booms and get a lot of views. Yep. There's going to be stretches where you it's, you're basically flopping on some videos. Yeah. You get way less views than what you feel like you should be getting. But that's the I think one of the biggest um, I guess you could say like uh, hurdles for people when yep. they're creating content. They see that they're putting in this work and they're putting in the time and they don't feel like they're not being compensated with views enough. Right. Uh, you just have to be able to push through that. Consistency is more important than being able to get like, uh, you know, a lot of views one time. You got to be able to stick it out and get like, you know, less views than you feel like you should. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but like to just to play off of that, and it's like when you first start, you're like, this is how I always think about. It. I'm like, man, I always love sports, and you know, this on the core of this business is sports, and then we're doing this interview thing too, and it's like, man. 
when I was starting out, I'm like, if one person would listen to me, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, like one person, like, I, or even when you first start tweeting, one person retweeted me. Now oh, that person likes my opinion. And then you get more and more like a drug. And I feel like every single person <laughs> listens to you more. You're like, man, why the hell? I'm not that interesting. Am I? And then you find out you are kind of interesting when you go talk to your friends. And I think all three of us, we probably don't know it. I mean, uh, Joe, your girlfriend might tell you right behind you right now. She probably knows it. We're probably crazy to want to do this. What you mean? Probably, yeah. Yeah. What I mean by that is like we put ourselves out there. Most people don't put themselves out there. Most people are willing to take the risk. Like most people are too shy to even open up a camera. Like most people won't do this. They won't put their voice out okay. there. We're put crazy. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. For the longest time, you know, people's biggest uh mental block with this stuff is getting started i i don't have a good camera i don't have this i don't have that you hear a lot of i don't have Mm -hmm. i don't i'll get to it you know what i mean more than just like when i started with the equipment that i got to start recording my own uh uh, actually no i got the equipment for hear me out podcast actually after Brooke approached I just woke up in my bed one day and was like, you know what? I'm going to micro center and I'm dropping whatever money to get A, B, C, and D. And that's it. Like you just have to go right into it. Exactly. Airy. It's um, it could, it's a potential to lose money and waste time, but you got to get started somewhere. You only, there's only one way to find out if it's for you or not. Yeah. And it's definitely for you guys, you guys, and your connection on your podcast, you guys are like two peas in a pod. That's why I was pretty surprised that you guys, weren't boys beforehand i was like well, really i appreciate yeah, that I thought you guys were like well, i thought you guys were lifelong friends but i mean you guys now will be lifelong friends i hope and sure. you know but like but it didn't start out like that which is pretty yeah pretty awesome so i guess some more background i mean you know that brooks you you're a sports journalist too right yes sir yeah what, what are you where are you writing what are you doing how'd you get started in that so um funny funny thing about that man i'm i'm, I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent go uh, for it so my my dad he went to american university in dc and he was doing radio shows he was doing a little bit of um writing stuff on like the student paper over there too uh-huh. turns out i got that gene somehow <laughs> i ended up you know from a young age i was reading the paper you know i was reading like the comics reading the kids section reading sports uh if not daily weekly so end up as a teenager realizing or really like my junior year of high school, maybe my senior year, I was like, you know what? I really like talking about sports. I really like writing. Why not combine the two things that I really like here and make it my career? Um, so that was like the big first big step. Second big step, I ended up not doing anything for a while until I was about 20, 21 years old. And that's when I kind of got a kick in my pants uh, from a friend who was like, you know, Brooks is saying all these things about you know, he wants to be on ESPN. He wants to be a sports journalist, but he's not doing anything. I'm like, dang, you're right, bro. I need to step <laughs> up. So that summer or that spring and summer, I started, you know, covering NBA final stuff. I was covering uh, um, UMD basketball. That's Maryland, you know, or University of Maryland basketball. Yep. Uh, kind of that's where I kind of got my start. Ended up getting recognition from somebody who uh, owned his own publication called Maryland Sports Access. He wanted me to cover high school basketball, high school football. And from there, I kind of just continued to grow, 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 grow. Yep. Um, I, I started doing Maryland Sports Access, DC Sports Fan, which is one of the biggest uh, online publications in the area. Um, ended up doing my own thing, doing a lot of high school and, and college stuff. And uh, that's right around the time that I met Pedro for HMO. Um, and I was uh, – actually, there's another funny story about that. I was so invested into high school basketball and college basketball every other everywhere else except for my main college that I was going to at Towson University. And yep. Towson's University's women's basketball team, they ended up going to the uh, NCAA tournament. Yep. <laughs> but in, I was just so invested going into high school games, going to you know everything else. I was like, man, that doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just going to focus on this. I ended up losing that beat. I don't even get to cover them playing against UConn. So that really hurt. Oh, damn, that would mean so UConn hurt. too. I mean, oh my God, that was like. I mean, spoiler that- alert! I'm sure uh, UConn won that game. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> it was a bad. It was a massacre. Quite a lot, bro. But uh, yeah, I ended up getting inspired by that. I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna let another opportunity go through my fingers. So yeah. ended up going to another place called a uh, PG Sentinel. Worked for them for about a year before they folded. 
now they're the sports bowls and the sports bowls is allowing me to cover the wizards that's so cool. i've been getting to do that since they played in the bubble uh write about their games do a podcast and then uh i also had another opportunity with the baltimore uh college sports thing called um the press box so now i'm just covering again college basketball high school stuff over there yeah, and uh that's been my journey basically since uh 2016. getting hey, man, sorry to cut you off there go, go right ahead pedro and I was saying, like, and being able to have like uh, exclusive footage from the, the Washington Wizards—that's that, that's a, a dope perk there that Brooks got for being able to, you know, work with who he's been able to work with. Definitely getting a lot accomplished, especially in 2020 and 2019. The, that two-year stretch, Brooks put in a lot of work, and I, I was witness to seeing like the sideline stuff before Corona hit when he was doing the high school games and uh, putting out blogs and, and whatnot about like Towson. He's been definitely putting in work the last two years in 2021, man. It's a it's a year for all of us, all three of us. It's Hell yeah, man. endless opportunities. I appreciate you it. Reap what you, yeah, you reap what you sow. So like now you're covering the Wizards. Do you get to go to any of the games like with COVID? Is there like special like stuff like that or not necessarily? So basically there is a uh, a media protocol. Yep. I've emailed. I've tried to get into the, into the games. Unfortunately, haven't gotten approved yet. Only matter of time, though. Um Hopefully I get to go there, get a witness the game in person. I I'm press row, but um that's the been the biggest thing that I missed since last March is being able to yeah, be on press row, being in a gym, getting to watch basketball in person. It's not the same watching it on TV. No, you know, no, basketball is the, the one sport like, that does not translate the same in, on TV as in person. Especially the body language and the physicality of NBA and the players and how they interact with their teammates and all yeah. that—you do not get that by watching it on TV. The crowd, bro. The crowd influences oh, teams. It influences so teams. It's it's incredible. It literally has the the Seattle Seahawks. Your Seattle Seahawks—they're yep. missing the twelfth man. This is it. Yeah. I think that kind of went into them losing that game against the Rams. I don't know if we're gonna get yeah. into that today at all. But- <laughs> But yeah, the, the fans at live sporting events—it's sorely missed. And it, it, it's truly missed. Even for me, I know that. I, I guess I'm kind of a person that kind of thrives off of that energy because yeah, of every course. time I'm at a every time I'm at a gym, I can feel like the anticipation. I can feel the coaches being anxious and being ready to play. The players getting to enjoy the game that they love. It kind of just like gets into me. And it makes me excited mm-hmm. to write what I want to write, talk about what I want to talk about. I mean, one year, dude, I got, I witnessed, I want to say it was about, I'll say it was about seven high school buzzer beaters. Oh, just in one cool. season. And I mean, I ended up putting a post up on Instagram about it. And that was probably one of the, like, the best, um, best accomplishments for me, just being able to cover that, putting the videos up on Twitter and them kind of going like semi-viral. So that was just all pretty cool for me. No, definitely, man. And, you know, it's kind of funny. You're talking about high school basketball. Like, I don't know if you guys get this. I played – did you guys play any high school sports, basketball, football? Football. Yeah, track and wrestling for me. Yeah, I played basketball and football. And I don't know why I always have this dream of like – and it's funny. I just thought of it today because I had this nightmare last night that uh, I I missed the game. I always have this dream where I am like – like I'm starting in the starting lineup and they call my name and I'm like, I, I'm at the gym and the game's already started and I'm like walking in and the coach is pissed off at me. I've never done that before. I'm always on time. So it's like this recurring dream. And you, <laughs> you said that I just remembered last night's dream. And I'm like, God, now I know why I dreamed that's deja vu. Nice. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Is that a recurring dream, man? A sports nightmare yeah. from high school would be the worst, man. For real. Yeah. Oh my God, they are the worst, man. Like I, I have them all the time. That one, and we all had the one where you, you wake up and you miss your test. <laughs> I yeah. just had a dream about about uh, about that like a month or two. Actually, on my birthday. I um. <laughs> sorry, this is a weird weird story, but um. Go for it. Basically, <laughs> I'm like walking through a hallway, and. It's like wet all around me, I guess, from just from me being nervous. I go upstairs and my, my professor's like, Hey, how you doing, Brooks? Like, I'm good, Professor. How are you? Um, you you know, you ready for that paper that's due tomorrow? What what, what paper? What are you talking about? He shows me the syllabus. It's like a 10 page paper, all oh, research. Man, the panic. Gotta do a whole bunch of things. Yeah, I'm good. I'm 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 ready to go. We, I'm gonna turn this in. What time is it due? Oh, it's due tomorrow at 12 o'clock. I'm like, all right, cool. 
and inside I'm sweating. I'm nervous. <laughs> I wake up. I'm just like, dude, I graduated college in May. Why am I having a school nightmare? Dream. Traumatizing. Traumatizing. I know. How about you, Joe? You ever have any weird dreams? We're, we're all giving our giving our dreams and nightmare scenarios here. I, so I do, have, I do have one. I do have one. Um, I, I think I was uh, – what were you ta- you're talking about, uh, about how you, you missed a test? I'll get back to that if I remember. But my, yeah. my nightmare, man, my sports nightmare from high school, Brooks knows this. I used to play football, right? It was my I played freshman in, in uh, senior years of high school. My senior year, we were getting ready all summer. I'm putting in work like outside, yeah. you know, cracking each other, executing plays, hitting the gym. Bro, I was in the best shape of my life. Damn near had a six pack built. All of us ready to go yeah. mentally and physically. We were ready to go and we were prepared for one of the best teams in the entire state in Damascus. So yeah. Damascus is like. Kind of like where I'm at right now, the middle of nowhere, cows yep. and, and chicken running around. So there's nothing- that's actually the city I was born in too in Syria. It's called Damascus, Syria. Is the bit nice? <laughs> that's kind of fun. Yeah, middle of nowhere too. <laughs> no, it's the biggest city, like one of the biggest cities in the world now. So, oh wow, yeah, but yeah, just that's a fun fact. But- in comparison to Damascus, Maryland, but th- these guys are for real, and they got top uh uh d1 talent on their team specifically a guy named jalen christensen he was a running back for damascus and we were prepared to watch film everything i'm telling you we were ready to go game comes i start right i i work my way up the depth chart over the the preseason i guess the scrimmages and i'm doing work against these other schools and they say you know what you're starting drill and i got the gear bro i got all this what position and, and this is not even a nightmare. Like, this is not like a dream, but like this yeah. actually all happened, but I would yeah. dream about it after, you know, it happened. And um, so I played linebacker, right? I played right. linebacker and I played uh, a little bit of tight end here and there, but yeah. linebackers were my bread and butter. I was messing everybody up before this. First play of the game, I miss a tackle. Like I got this guy five yards in the backfield, play starts. I zoom right through everybody. I had seen this on film. I knew exactly yeah. what they were doing. I got I got one of the top guys in Maryland in my arm, but that's the operative word is arm. Only one of them. <laughs> to, to give you an image of this guy, he's 5'8", speedster. Imagine somebody like a Darren Sproles. He's a beast. And I had him in the backfield at least five or six yards in the backfield to the point where if I would have at least punched the football, maybe I have a – a fumble recovery yeah. for a touchdown. This straight green grass in front of me. So there's endless possibilities in all of Damascus away side, full home. This is the first game of the season, by the way. Yeah. Hype this game up and boom, touchdown. Next play, I miss a tackle <laughs> on him again. Another touchdown. Two plays in a row to the point where a coach is like, all right, Dro, get out. You're not, you're not getting it yeah. done. And that was basically the season for me. After that, what like that one game, I never got a chance after that. So that was like yeah. It crushed me, bro, because I put in so much work just to basically be relinquished to like a jersey wear, like to like a high school jock that just wore the jersey. I went yeah. from being a starter to a bench warmer within a matter of like two games. And it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me in high school. I got a chance towards the end of the, of the year to play a little bit of tight end. That was dope. But I would literally go to sleep and, and think like, bro, if I would have tackled this man, I might have got an offer that night. Yeah, yeah, every time I, I I know that feeling. You know, I think this has to be a new damn segment on my show where I ask people about their high school sports because it's actually always an interesting story. Every, because like like we all have those stories. We're like, oh man, if we if I just did this, I think I would have done this. But hindsight is twenty twenty, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. I always say if I was seven inches taller, I'm only five foot nine. I'd be in the NBA, <laughs> but I'm only five foot nine, so I can't really change shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, we're the big sneakers, bro. Yeah, exactly. But no, I think it's I think it's an interesting segment because everyone has those stories from high school. Yeah, sure. bro, awful man. That, like I would literally have like night sweats about that, bro. That shit was terrible. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> here, I keep cussing on yeah, everything. Yeah, show. yeah, man. I swear all the fucking time. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> you were on the homie J and J, uh, J and J Everyday Podcast. They're yeah. like more ESPN style. Like they want to oh, keep okay. things uh, less. Can we were on there yesterday? So shout out to them. But good to know, good to know. But yeah, yeah man. The problem with me is I swear so much naturally. Like I always think about I was watching Tony say again. I said same. That's exactly why I asked. Yeah. All three of us, man. 
Yeah, man. Like I was watching Tony Romo right on the CBS broadcast last week in the get in the divisional round, and he was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, if I was announcing that game, I'm dropping like, "Holy shit! What the fuck!" Like, there's no way how they hold it back. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know how they hold it back. I know but, for uh, me, I would be the most unprofessional guy too. Because I get so excited and so hyped watching games. Me too. Let's go. I beat mm, no. I'll probably get fired. I'll probably get FCC uh, fines out the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I know I wouldn't fit on the Nickelodeon broadcast as for sure. <laughs> Did you get to watch any of that? I love that. Yeah, man. That yeah, shit was so that. good. I heard it was, it was like slime was great. touchdown and all these other things. Yeah, I it was heard- good. Uh-huh. Go ahead, George. I was gonna say Nate Burleson was on it and he's really good. Mm. At first, man, I, I thought the whole Nickelodeon thing was mad corny, but like w- once I really had time to sit down yeah. and digest the, the whole thing, Sean Payton getting the slime and all this yep. after that was kind of fun. And you got baby Shelton explaining football to these kids that may be trying to get into it, like, wow, exactly. know, he's good, he's good, but I don't know what's going on. I, I thought that was really cool. Family friendly, obviously really good for viewership because you know they went viral. Any conversation, any promos, good promos. So the NFL knows that, and that was a smart move on their part. No, absolutely. Um, So, Pedro, I gotta ask you a question. You're doing drones now. I know I put we put this on. So tell me about that, man. I mean, that's a that's a. I guess it started off as a hobby, I'm guessing, and now you're making some money off it. You're having fun with it. I see your Instagram pages popping off on it so tell us about that man i mean that's a cool i I, before i get started i'll tell you my drone one drone story real quick Mm -hmm. so i was previous life as i like to say my old business with my pops we used to like sell used to sell gadgets and stuff so we went to china and um we met this lady who had drones and she's like are you in the drone business i lied said yes she's like cool we got this new drone i'm gonna send it to you what's your address they sent me a brand new drone i think it was like an 800 drone in the mail i was like fuck yeah like I, I lying works for all those kids listening lie your way to success so, <laughs> <laughs> so i get this drone the first day like i fly it and it's so high and it has a camera on it this is like 2015 like when drones first Dang. came out it was, it was sick so me and my brother just got and dad actually that night we drank like a bottle of whiskey and we're like oh let's fly the, the drone we flew it didn't realize it was out of batteries it fell from like 600 feet hit our house broke the gutter oh, and the drone no. broke and that's the last time I flew a drone. Oh my gosh! Damn. Yeah. So just don't drink. I guess don't don't uh, drink and drone. Don't drink and drone. Yes, sir. I like that, man. I can't ever say that I've done that drinking and drone. I'll be too scared to do that. But damn, that that's crazy. That that that's like a my one of my worst nightmares when I'm flying a drone. Like, yeah. It comes out of the sky. But uh, as far as drone by drone. Um, uh, I got my first drone at Walmart right a minute ago just for fun, <laughs> and I enjoyed the concept of being able to have the video game like feel with the controller flying the drone, yep. you know. Um, and then I just wanted to step it up from there. I was like, let me see what better cameras I can get, and I was starting to learn new things. I see, okay, you have to control it a certain way, okay, the camera's shaky, that means it needs a stabilizer, mm-hmm. okay, the camera's. 780p or whatever so there's 1080 there's 4k whatever so i started learning each new component as i was going and just kind of doing my research like finding out about dgi finding out about other brands like american brands that they have uh most american drones aren't really popping off like that's mostly international stuff but i just started studying the whole history of how drones have developed been following all the new stuff as far as me um i've started flying like you said as a hobby you're definitely correct about that i was just flying for fun got a really good kick out of just seeing what was up there on georgia again i'm about to talk like you're a local like like you're from down the street from me (laughs) the main roads from where i live uh it was just cool to see all that from super high up 400 feet you have to be in a helicopter you go spy on brooks a little bit of course, man. Yeah, you go, go over, maybe deliver him a package via drone. You know what I mean? Just tie it to the drone. Do some Amazon stuff. Yeah, Amazon's working on that. And yep. over time, I enjoyed it so much that I'm like, yo, like, let me see if I can't get my license. Because to be able to fly legally for money, you have to get a license. So oh, okay. I, ended- I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called the Part hmm. 107 license. It allows you to, like I said, fly commercially. 
Uh, outside of that, all the rules are the same. Like you have to follow a map given to you by mm-hmm. uh, just a bunch of different apps out there. But for the most part, FAA ha- controls the air. FAA, the, the U.S. government controls everything. They control the ground, mm-hmm. control the air. You know, so they control the air in certain spots where you may not be able to fly. D.C., 30-mile no-fly zone, which really interrupts my workflow because I live within that red circle, the no-fly zone, Washington, D.C. Oh, you so live I, within it? Wow. Yeah, I live yeah. in in Silver Spring, which is like the, the metro area, kind of like 15 minutes down from okay. D.C., 20 minutes down. And, yeah, I have to just venture out, find some stuff, man, post on IG, go down the street, get some practice stuff. I even offer, you know, sometimes like – a free service if it means, you know, good enough promotion. So I've done that in the past, but now I'm starting to kind of, you know, really get into doing things, you know, at a, at a set rate. And I recently got a job where I'm starting up or not. I got my own business as well as a a part-time contractor as well. So I'm just trying to stay busy with this drone stuff, push the limits, man. My goal eventually is to get those Big boy cinema, you know, Hollywood level drones. Maybe go out to LA and, and shoot a movie or something. Who knows? Yeah, man, that would be dope, man. I think I mean, it's a pretty dope. cool. Like drones are dope in general. Like I love the, that. I seen this one girl on Instagram that I'm friends with, and she, like, I, I just thought it was the coolest video. She's like on a balcony, and I, I don't know where the hell she was. It looked nice, and just the drone like flies, and she says bye to the drone. And you see her saying bye, and it like shows the whole thing. And I'm like, damn, that's sick. Like, I just want a drone just to do that on a weekly basis. Here's the one that I'd be working with right now. I was about to fly this bad boy earlier, but it got too dark too quickly. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Th- these things are like like birds in the sky, man. You can see whatever you want. Go wherever you want. Well, up And that camera is built in already. Yeah, the camera is right there. Camera with a stabilizer on it. I mean, that's pretty dope. One time for your stream. This is how it looks like when it turns on. Man, it, the future is now. Future <laughs> is now, man. And boom, just man, like that, 4K videos in the sky. Man, that's pretty dope. And where can people find that, that your drone page? It's dronebydro.com and dronebydro on Instagram, Twitter, dronebydro. Perfect. Man, that works out so easily, man. Your name's Pedro, a drone. Like, man, you just couldn't have been easier, man. You were, like, born to do drones. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, all right. So last question, guys. Uh, I, th- I sent this to Pedro. I don't know if Brooks knows about this yet, but I got a new segment on this show, and it's, I find it pretty funny. So I'll give you the premise behind it. People always ask people for advice. Always. No one ever takes any damn advice, right? <laughs> you're, just looking, you're, you're just looking for the answer you want to hear. Exactly. So that's what we're doing on this show. We're, get, we're, get, we're getting, you're going to ask me for advice. It's called Yo G, let me ask you something. You ask me one thing. It can be advice about personal life, relationships, business. It can be even simple as I'm going to a wedding and should I wear black shoes or blue shoes? Like whatever. And just let it flow. It's pretty fun and it's pretty light. So, and you, and at the end, do whatever the hell you want. You don't have to take my advice. Hey man, any advice is good advice. That's how I feel too, but most people don't take it. <laughs> I'll go ahead. Go ahead, Brooks. Uh, I'll, I'll let you get started on this one. So it's Yoji. Let me ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoji, let me ask you something. <laughs> oh, man, man, it's putting me on a spot. Uh, shoot, let me. I, I want Pedro to go first. And I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna go, there. go first. All right, yeah. Yoji. Let, let me. Yoji, let me ask you something, man. Yoji, let me ask you. Uh, um, shoot, man. Uh, how do we how do we go viral on Twitter? Because you be going viral, bro. You be going oh, all right. Sometimes. Tell us, tell us what's the secret sauce to going uh, viral, man. Tell us about this, that. I, there's no secret sauce, but there's two things in my opinion to go viral on Twitter. One is consistency. Like I put out maybe like 20 videos, 30 videos, 40 videos, and one will pop off. But what I've noticed about the ones that pop off is you either say something really Sorry to say really fucking stupid and you realize it after because everyone's calling you out for your bullshit or to something really like an outrageous prediction that could actually happen. Like, like, let's just say you had a good basketball following and before the season, you want to talk about Steph being the MVP coming off an injury, right? Like, that's kind of a hot take, but it could actually happen. So it either has to be something so outrageous that you look like a damn fool or actually really – how do I say it? Really like captivating 
but enough to make people really interested and want to comment back. So you got to ask a question too. Like it's not just a statement; it has to be a question involved. And another thing, if I if I may add, uh, yeah. those, those on point fun facts that other people may not be thinking of, like when you said yep. four years to the day. Colin Kaepernick to I, I forget what was happening four years. Uh, yeah, it was four, that he took a knee, and then it was the same time as something else happened. Some some crazy event that was going on, and I yep. can't remember exactly what, but it was the four years, and you got like three hundred thousand uh, uh, likes. Those are right. all something that I feel. Yeah, like I, I I couldn't believe I got three hundred thousand likes on anything, crazy. man. I thought that was nuts. And I guess the third fact, and this is a joke for all those, you gotta have a nice looking face like myself, you know, if you want to put out a video. <laughs> Course, man. <laughs> or just get a hot, hot, very good looking girl to do the tweet for you and then she'll yeah, go viral. Let me ask this thing. Yo, G, All let right. me ask you something. How do I get my beard to be like yours, bro? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, if you think my beard is good and people who know me, you should see my back hair, man. If you don't want to have a beard like this, because that no, means no, you, got, no, you no. got hair everywhere else. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, being a Syrian man, being a Middle Eastern, we just get these big beards, but we got hair everywhere. It's kind of unfortunate, actually. Like, you know, I, I did laser surgery on my back at the age of 18, so now my back hair is almost gone. Mm. But, like, like us Middle Easterns are just hairy. Jeez. Yeah, I, know. I, guess that's the, I guess that's the silver right there. Gotta be so you got to be hairy, man. Yeah, but like Korean, you, man, so Koreans aren't very hairy. Like oh, Korean, you, you got we no really chance. struggle to hair. Yeah, we really struggle to grow hair. My only reason why I have this is because of my dad. So yeah. Well, what do you would you rather have? No hair or a lot of hair? Well, uh, that's a good question. I, I, lo- I, I like have a lot of hair. Right I'd rather go no hair. Are yeah, we talking? I love where I am. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like facial, chest hair, arm hair. Like either you're gonna be fucking hairy or you're gonna be like like nothing. Oh no! Nah, yeah, I'd, I'd rather be. I'd rather be a, a furry beast, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. so, that's what I am. I guess I want the other one. I guess you, you want what you can't have. That grass is always greener. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, perfect. That's fel- a good question, Brooks. Yeah, that was a very good question, man. I I didn't even expect that. You almost you like threw me off on that. Yeah, I know I did. Yeah, you kind of face is kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, last question, guys, before we go off. This is like I know we're a sports podcast, so I always try to incorporate something at sports at the end. Who wins this weekend? Who's going to the Super Bowl? You want to go first, Brooks? Yeah, I'll go first, man. I am picking the two most talented quarterbacks in the league today to go to the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes leads – the Chiefs to the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers leads the Packers to the Super Bowl. Going to have the two most talented quarterbacks in the league. Bad man versus my homeboy. I love it. I got, I got a, I cha- I had like a change. I went to sleep two nights in a row and changed my pick on these games both nights. So I'm, I know Patrick Mahomes is cleared to play this Sunday, and I do think they're going to win. Right, yep. but I think it's going to be a sloppy one. Uh, but I do think they win. The the one I changed my pick on was Bucks versus Packers. At first, I was thinking Aaron Rodgers. It's made this year for him to go up against Patrick Mahomes. It's made for him to have this great offense with a good defense. I got the Bucks winning, man. I, I see Tom Brady clutching it out again in conference championship, and he's going to be. You know, we talk about two premier quarterbacks. I see it being Mahomes and Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Old school versus the new school. It's only right, man. Old school versus the new school, man. I know. Like, it's almost like the passing of a torch. And like, Isn't it? You know, if Mahomes wins that. Man, I can't decide. I'm with you both. Kansas City wins that game, right? But that Bucks and Packers game, I've gone back and forth. Like, I went to sleep last night. I, I was like, because me and my brother have our podcast here coming up in about 20 minutes to record ours and we're going to give our official picks on there. And I was like, all right, I'm pick- I'm picking the bucks. And then this morning I'm like, no, nah, I can't, I got to pick the Packers. I'm like all over the place with this game and I- I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Packers, but I'm rooting fully for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. I just think Tom Brady to do this at his age and get to one more Super Bowl. I, I mean, it would be the Number most seven. incredible. Yeah. It'd be the most incredible story in maybe sports history. If they win the Super Bowl this year. The, my no, one no. thing is this: I just don't want to see the game go to overtime 
like it did a couple years ago, Patrick Mahomes doesn't even get the ball. I would hate for that to happen. That would be crushing. That would be hurt. Yeah, so I'm I'm with Brooks, man. I'm going Green Bay, uh, Green Bay and uh, Kansas City, but I really want Tampa to win. So like, my heart's with Tampa. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Where are you guys watching the games this weekend? Uh, you, you gonna be in the cabin, Dro, or or you yes, be home? Sir. I'm watching. I'm watching tomorrow's games in the cabin, and then Sunday. Oh wait, no, there's no Saturday no, games. Both Sunday, both Sundays. Both Sunday, fantastic. I will be back in my home state, in my home city, Silver Spring, Maryland. I'll be watching on my couch in the basement. Perfect. Yeah, you probably just up. made your girlfriend's day there. She's like, wait, there's no games on Saturday? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might end up having to, uh, to live stream the game or something. Oh, yeah. We might have to have a watch party, man. HMO yeah. watch party on the on the channel live stream. We might have to do it. Yeah, man. you guys got to let me know if you do that. I'll jump on in on that and uh, say what's up. Definitely. That sounds like a plan. Perfect, fellas. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, one more time, can you guys just uh, drop your socials so everyone can follow you? Damn it, Dro on IG, Drone by Dro for the drone page, HMO.podcast for Hear Me Out Podcast, official Instagram. The Twitter is HMOENT. We'll probably end up switching that to HMO.podcast at some point. So for now, HMO.podcast for Hear Me Out Podcast. And uh, HMO Podcast on YouTube. Hear Me Out Podcast, Apple Podcast, Audio Mac, SoundCloud, anywhere you want to find us. We, Like you said before, even if it's one person, we appreciate anybody that gives their time and their ears to us for, like I said, any amount of time. We appreciate everybody. Totally. George, we appreciate you, man, for having us on. Uh, Brooks, absolutely. Drop your handles too, Brody. Yeah, so Brooks, three O's, two K's, three S's. Don't forget Always confuses O's. me when I'm trying when I'm trying to tag you on Twitter, man. Every time I mess it up and then I give up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. And uh, make sure to follow me. I'll give you guys some good sports takes and uh, media. Yep. And the hot media, the hot media is on uh, Instagram, HOP Media, and uh, yeah, perfect. And that's Brooks two O's, two three K's, three O's, two K's, and two three S's. S's. And three, three S's. Three S's, yeah. Oh, crap. Okay, three S's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, fellas, and uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up soon. Yes, sir.
on your mind. So relax. This song, I don't know why it's ranked so high on the Billboard charts. I think it sucks. The song is one of the worst songs I've ever reviewed. One out of ten bullshit that song. I, I, I can't I can't get behind this. I, I just don't I don't even know what to do. These lyrics are horrible. Horrible movies. Alright, let's get on. Please uh, listen to that being said podcast with me and my brother where we 